Time now for Marriage Builders, building marriages to last a lifetime. Also online at marriagebuilders.com. Now, here's Joyce Harley and Dr. Bill Harley. Well, good day to you. Glad you could join us for Marriage Builders Radio. During this hour, we'll be answering the questions you have sent us on a variety of topics, all on today's show. Joining us now for this discussion is my husband, Dr. Bill Harley, licensed clinical psychologist and best-selling author on marriage. Well, this first question from Sheila uh, poses a, an interesting question. Who decides when something is a love buster? Um, you know, I can say something and you could say, well, that was a love buster. And I can come back and say, well, I, show me. I didn't, I, I didn't mean anything by what I just said. What do you mean that's a love buster? I mean, who decides whether something is hurtful or not? Well, I think that, uh, first of all, you have to think of uh, saying that was a love buster as a form of disrespectful judgment. Unless you come to an agreement ahead of time that you want to know from the other person about any love busters that you're doing. So, for example... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, it would be better just to say that what you did hurt me or what you did bothered me or what you did upset me, which is something you can't you can't negotiate. I mean, that's it's either you did or you didn't, and you're the one to know. But to call it a love buster requires uh, a, a, a depth of, of, of progress on the front of are you working hard to avoid what I call love busters. So, for example, let's, let's imagine that they're working on the uh, selfish demands chapter. And so selfish demand is where the person is telling you what to do instead of asking you for your help in something or other with a right to refuse. Uh, a, a selfish demand does not give you a right to refuse without consequences. A thoughtful request gives you a right to refuse with the caveat that we can now discuss this and figure out some way of getting what it is you want with my enthusiastic agreement. See, so you have, you know, basically the selfish demand is you tell me what to do. There's no discussion. You'd either do it or you don't. If you don't do it, you're going to feel you're going to feel pain somehow. Uh, a thoughtful request is that this is what I'd like to get from you. Is this where I'd like you to help me? And uh, how do you feel about it? And and if you don't want to do it right now or you don't want to do it the way I want you to do it, we can discuss alternative ways of doing that. So, so for example, if, if you and I are in the lesson of selfish demands, uh, then uh, you and I would agree that when the other person is making a demand... Uh, we can hold each other accountable. So you would say, um, uh, Bill, go on out and get the mail. Okay. <laughs> so <coughs> I wouldn't say it that way, no, but go I ahead. <laughs> I say, I, and I would say, uh, it sounds that sounds like a selfish demand to me. Um, I would appreciate it if you would ask me because we've already discussed this. Now, if 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 we haven't agreed to that understanding you would be you would be offended by my right. saying absolutely it, i would feel like you're you were grading me right you're but, a, but you, know. you would have said to me okay bill i give you the right to tell me that if i if you feel like i'm making a demand 
I want you to tell me yeah. that and I'm And at doing that point, it. I would say, oh, really? It came across that way? Mm-hmm. Okay, because we had discussed it, and that was our, our... That was our agreement. Our agreement. We would then tell but each other. But if we had not, and you said... Aha, uh-huh. that was a selfish demand. Yeah, right. I've you been just, reading Dr. Harley's book, and you violated buster. his... Right, yeah, right. exactly. See, so the basic idea is that a lot of these things have a lot to do with having come to an agreement that we're going to try to avoid selfish demands. What's interesting is uh, we've heard this in the past where people use your material, and they almost use it as a weapon. As a club, right. Mm-hmm. The, yep. A club is the yeah, weapon. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of trying to get progress in the relationship. Right. Well, let's see what it, Sheila has to say right. here. So who decides if it is a love buster is the question. She first tells us about the situation that needed to be resolved. Then she went on to say, during our talk, we did have a disagreement. He says, I yell at him. And I said, I don't understand because to me, yelling is being loud and saying unkind things. We both agree that yelling for one person can be different than for another. How do I know what yelling is to him and would it be possible to stay at a level of zero of loudness all the time if that is what he needs? He also said my intensity bothers him, saying I panic. Now, now once again, when he, these things are bothering, it's coming across as if it's a love buster mm-hmm. to him. Okay. Yeah. He also says my intensity bothers him, saying I panic. Then when I was trying to explain that I don't understand what he means because intensity can go from 1 to 10, and what intensity is he talking about? I'm a very quiet person, and my husband will even tell you that so my intensity and also my loudness is not very loud. How can I figure out what level of intensity bothers him? And again, if it needs a zero intensity, even in emotional moments, can I accomplish that? Interesting, interesting discussion that they're having. So... He says that she yells at him, and she said she doesn't raise her voice. So how can she be yelling at him? And then he says, you're intense, and and that is a concern of his, too. In other words, he's saying these are love busters. Yeah, now, what I would do instead, first of all, uh, I think they are actually working on the love busters, and they have given each other permission to... um, explain you know when 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 i when you when you say this or do this i'm i'm interpreting it as a love buster and uh she'd have to give me a little more information about what it is she's saying exactly because um the words are very important um now let's suppose um uh go out and get the mail is the message go out and get the mail now if you were to say um uh, Bill, how would you feel about getting the mail and your teeth would be clenched <laughs> and you would be it's very red in the face. And you better feel good about it. better <laughs> get the mail. You know, um, I might interpret that as a demand because mm-hmm. of body language or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, in her particular case, um, again, she, she, she has a disagreement. There's a disagreement. She, he feels one way. She feels another. Uh, she didn't tell us what it's about. Um, he says that she yells. Um, again, that's a disrespectful judgment to have said that. That, that. That's a judgment. You're yelling at me is a judgment. How else would he say that? Well, what he says is that the way you're talking to me is upsetting to me. That would be, that okay. is true. 
that the way you're doing it is upsetting to me. Well, how would you like me to do it? Well, I'd like you to be quieter, and I'd like you to use different words. And less intense. In other words, Mm -hmm. be a little bit more relaxed when you're expressing how you're feeling about this because it gets me upset. Is that okay? Yeah. Now, I I suspect that there's more to this than meets the eye. For example, for her to disagree with him at all about anything, uh, he might interpret that as yelling. I don't know. See, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I've heard you say, though, in the past that the definition of a love buster is the the one who is receiving it as a love buster. Right. Okay. So in a way, I would you'd think by the, what you just said here that the husband would have the right to say, it sounds like you're yelling to me. No. That's even, how I'm even receiving it. Sounds it sounds like it is a judgment. I, I think the word yelling is it's in and of itself a judgment. In other words... It, so it, he's it, having yelling, to learn a whole new is, vocabulary. You're, you're yelling at me. You're pointing the finger at the other guy. Okay. See, I... I to say I feel like you are yelling at me is the same as I feel you are a crazy person and you don't belong. <laughs> in, in you put it in the society. same category, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, to say I feel you are and then add a judgment is still a judgment. So the basic thought I have here is that what he would say is that I uh, uh, your your tone of voice is upsetting me. That could be true. Um, the words you're using upset, these words upset me. You see that, that's not a judgment. That's a fact. That's a fact that he basically, he feels that something she's doing is upsetting him. And she, and he points out what and it is without dis- making a judgment about it. And they could discuss then what he would prefer. Right. Exactly. And then go from there. Yes. All right. Well, Sheila, there you have it. And I hope we made some progress in in understanding what you're talking about. And then the solution, I hope, is something that you and your husband will take consideration. Well, when we come back, we have more emails to answer. And that's what we'll do on today's Marriage Builders Radio.